Hi, and welcome to the Markeisha Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Markeisha Hall, parent empowerment partner, IEP coach, and certified autism travel professional. Today, we have a very special guest, Nina, who I was her child's first preschool teacher, and um, we've become very good friends since then. She has a lot of great information. We actually had this discussion back in August. We were going to have a part two, so I thought I should um, go ahead and put it up as a podcast so that you guys can be caught up. So here we go. We're going to get into it. Well, my name is Nina. As Marquisha said, I'm the founder of I Can Teach, which is an educational company to help kids thrive for grades uh, first or kindergarten, whatever, you know, starting off kindergarten all the way to sixth grade. And um, I have three children, Malachi, who just turned 15 August 2nd, and he is diagnosed with autism. He was diagnosed at a year and seven months. So young, very young. Um, and the things he enjoys to do, um, he loves, he's really, he really enjoys to, um, I don't know if you're familiar with like IMDb, the movie reviews, but he loves to create that same, that same setup of IMDb of, uh, Disney movies and DreamWork movies. He loves to type, lift weights. He's very athletic. He loves to exercise. Um, and this year during homeschooling, he wants to learn Spanish. And so, we don't um, discourage the kids from doing things that they want to pursue. And the same is for Malachi. So we're going to help him learn Spanish through Rosetta Stone this year. Um, and yeah. Eden, she's 13. She oh loves God. to dance. Yeah. She's a dancer. She loves to, she's a hip hop dancer and she wants to like have a studio when she gets older. So this year she's starting her first, um, she's going to take a club test for algebra and biology to get college credit for yeah Pasadena Community College so we're so excited about that um and she's focusing on her social media then I have Ezekiel who's 13 no not 13 even 13 Ezekiel's nine and he loves um art uh he loves um animals and gaming so I started homeschooling about 10 years ago and um I, during that time from the 10 years to now, I also work with about 40, a little over 40 uh, different uh, children that have a special needs diagnosis. So I had a lot of time to learn what things help them to thrive. I was a respite caregiver. Um, I also homeschooled other people's children. So for a little bit, yes, I did. I homeschooled other people's children. I don't anymore. <laughs> a lot of people, yeah. A lot of my friends. Uh, their parents will say, do you homeschool like other people's kids? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry, not anymore. Or the kids will be like, I want to be homeschooled, right, when they figure out all the things we right. do. Um, so, yeah, so, and then, of course, I've been working with Malachi because we've been homeschooling since he was in kindergarten. So working with Malachi every day, and that is school. That is learning. That's school for me, you yeah. know, within itself. And so, um and now I, over the years, I was mentoring parents, and um, now I just do all my I can teach. That's what my desires are. Just everything that I was doing personally, one-on-one, I just want to reach whoever I can help um, through my I can teach. Awesome. 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 And a little bit of background also, me and Nina know each other because I had the awesome opportunity of being Malachi's teacher in, in preschool. And so... Um, I think we talked about this a little bit before, but Nina definitely shaped um, my ideas and how I approached um, 
IEPs and in schooling um, and just their other people's children and that they have all these awesome things that are inside of them that is up to us as educators and parents to work together to bring out. And he was a joy, and he always smelled really, really good. Oh, we always <laughs> put cologne on. We would dress him kind of like you know, like in little flannels and vests sometimes and yep. stuff. Yeah, that was that was awesome. But you know what? What amazed me about you, Markeisha, is that like I always tell people like, oh, Malika had the best preschool teacher, and she went all out. I remember Malika learned how to read. In preschool because of you? Yes. He was, I remember you thought it was so important that he try other foods. And I'm like, he, he can't eat that. Like, he doesn't like that. And you're like, well, we could try. Yep. And you'd be like, he, he touched the orange. Right. And his, like, she would always put these. Oh, I loved that about you, that you would send home these sticky notes of the things that they accomplished. But you know what I was thinking about? Like, that wasn't that your first year of teaching? That was my first year of teaching. <laughs> my first year of teaching. Um, my first year of teaching. Um, uh, Sped preschool. Yep. You're amazing. That's so crazy. Thank you. Thank you. I, know I love my kiddos. And so I, lo- I, love all the- I love all the kids. And I was like, these are somebody's babies. And this is how I want my babies to be um, treated, regardless of how they would be able to communicate, or we're going to find a way to get those mamas what they want. Yes, you <laughs> um, did a great job at it. Thank you. Thank you. So that leads us to, um, I guess you kind of introduced it, um, said during your introduction, but when and why did you decide to homeschool? Yes. Yeah, so um, like I, we were discussing, Malachi was in preschool with you, and you taught, you helped teach, um, well, Let's rewind a little bit. Malachi was in uh, in therapy in home for about um, three to four, no, four hours a day, Monday through Friday. So he was already being taught a lot of educational things in addition to um, um, like language, eye contact, all those things that we work on when our kids are diagnosed with autism or have additional, uh, diagno- any different diagnosis, you know. So he was receiving a lot of help. I would, the ther- therapist would go home. I would then work with him because as parents, we want our kids to thrive. Then he started preschool with you and you were amazing. You took, like I said, you helped him to read, um, to identify. I remember the first time he rode a bike was at school with you. Like, why do I remember? You were just so amazing. You're so amazing. And, um, yeah, so there's so many things that you were helping him. It was not just like, okay, meet the standard or it was, you were like above that standard. And that's where my heart was too in my home, like above the standard. And so when we started kindergarten, we had a transition school district and we went to a different district and he was learning in his classroom and there was 14 kids mm-hmm. and one teacher and one aide. Mm-hmm. And one, I mean, that, I mean, for I mean, any parent that's watching right now and is like, you, if your child's in a special needs um, setting, you know that one teacher, one aide for one for fourteen kids is not okay. Right. So um, you know that that looks like, like chaos. You know, and so um, the the aide was going to be gone on vacation. So I said, okay, well, I'll come and I'll and I'll I'll help for that day. And Malachi was in kindergarten for six weeks at that time. I went in. I was pregnant with my youngest, so I was like um, six months uh, pregnant. And my daughter was with me at school, who was like, I think, three at the time. And so I was working and I seen Malachi all the way in the back. He was in the back with two other kids and the principal was in the back 
helping one of the kids and she took him out because these are the three kids that they felt could not be taught. And one of those was my kid. Hmm. And so they just let the kids stay in the back of the class, in the back of the class, in the desk, scribbling on paper. Not mm-hmm. And my job, because I was there helping, right? My job, she said, was just to make sure Malachi didn't get up. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Make sure Malachi doesn't get up, you know, because then he would be a distraction to the class because mm-hmm. they felt like he wasn't able to learn. And I'm like, you know, so after seeing all that that day and seeing him struggle and just scribble on paper and working so hard all those years prior, him right. going to kindergarten, having these expectations and hopes and dreams for my kid, like any other, we all, we have those too for our special needs kids. Yes. You know, people that have neurotypical kids that don't have a diagnosis, they have those, but we have those too for our special yes. needs. And so to see that the principal was in there taking a kid out, like it was okay for the principal to say, okay, this kid is not able to learn. I'm going to take him out to the playground all day and just let him play. Right. So pulled Malachi out. Um, I didn't even call. I didn't know the like the technical way to pull my son out back then, ten years ago. Right. I, just, I was like, I'm never going to take him back. <laughs> and um, and then about four, three or four days later, I enrolled him into a homeschooling program through our district, and which is a whole nother story because they didn't have any um, special needs uh, teachers. Right special needs people, mm-hmm. anybody qualified to uh, teach special needs children. So he right. thought you know, he was not supposed to be in there. And so it took about 30 days for one of the head people in the district to call me and say, hey, we noticed Malachi hasn't been in class. I'm like, okay, yeah, you notice now after 30 right. days. <laughs> and they started offering me all these things. And back then I didn't know that I could sue, which I probably wouldn't have, but that's mm-hmm. what they were trying to do is cover their behind because right. um, they just, Malachi was out of school. They didn't call. They didn't right. send a message. Nothing happened, you know? Right. So anyways, um, so that's why I started homeschooling is because there was a need that needed to be met. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the school was not meeting that need. And I kind of went extreme with it, but it worked. <laughs> I kind of went extreme with my decision, but it has been the biggest blessing um, for our family, not just for Malachi, but to be able to homeschool my other kids as well. Um let me see if I if I missed something. Um, yeah, I remember too. I remember the his his kindergarten teacher telling me like Malachi doesn't want to come in from recess. Like he's taking me every day, and I'm like, what? Like why? You know? And when I went to volunteer, I realized that recess was that one time where he got to enjoy the day because he was just being right. back of the class, like on a table all day, just sitting for hours. You know. And so um, one thing I also want to mention, too, is that I believe that it's not the teacher's fault necessarily that that was happening. It's so challenging. Some people um, sometimes don't understand, like, oh, my, my kid is in, uh, you know, in school and their teacher is not meeting their needs. And I'm like, it's so hard for one person to meet 14 kids that are different ages mm-hmm all their needs, especially when you're learning your ABCs and one, two, threes, it's a little easier. But now when you're learning multiplication, division, upper level, um, you know, academics, it's right. very challenging. So though I didn't like that that happened, I don't blame the teacher for that, you know? Um, and so, so yeah, so that's when and why I started homeschooling. That's that is awesome. I, I was remembering some of those things as, as they happened, as we were, I was blessed to stay in contact um, with you. 
Sorry. I told you a kid might pop in. <laughs> so um, what happened with his IEP? I know that's a concern for parents when they want to homeschool. Not so much during our time right now. We have to worry about it during virtual schooling because their IEPs kind of stay in place. Um, and that's a whole nother thing um, that we could talk about too. But what happens when you homeschool? What happened with um, his IEP or what's going on with that currently? Um, what some parents may not know is that you can homeschool through different, uh, through different, you could take different avenues to homeschool. So homeschooling isn't just like one path. Okay. So you can homeschool through your district. If your district provides that, and if you homeschool through your district, then you could, you still have an IEP. So um, if you homeschool through a charter school, you still have an IEP. And if you homeschool privately, that means you're deeming yourself. And not all states let you do this. Not okay. all states let you um, homeschool privately. Or, you know, every state has different laws and guidelines. So you have to look it up in your state. Mm -hmm. We live in California. So in yeah. California, you could file a private school affidavit. And if you do that, then you no longer have an IEP because you're now your own school. However, okay don't have your own IEP, that is okay. Because I've been teaching my son and it's not, I've been teaching my son um, in applying speech therapy in our home myself. And so I don't just like pull it out of the air and I'm like, Oh, this is what I'm going to do. No, I learned. I mm -hmm. studied, I studied yeah. from while I'm learning the letter R how to um, tackle that for my youngest boy, because he's been struggling with that. And we're like casually trying to do it. And it's like, okay, like I casually try to do it. Now I need to for real do it. You right. know? Right. But I'm learning from somebody who's mastered it, who teaches that program, who's been doing it for like 15 years, you know. And so, um, so yeah, so uh, you can still receive, there's still services through your insurance. There's mm -hmm. other ways to go about. So if you feel intimidated, like if I put my son at a, out of um, public school or their school, they're not, no longer going to have an IEP. Don't feel intimidated because there's so many other things you could do. And not only that, you guys, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels like this, but 45 minutes a week is not enough. So you could still provide them right. more therapy than the school system could do for them. Um, so um, yeah, also a really good, uh, therapy programs that I have used or continue to use is Gemini. I love, love, love Gemini. Yeah. Um, Gemini teaches, it, it starts off with a level for kids that have no language all the way to uh, advanced conversations like what we're having right now. Mm -hmm. A lot of parents are like, oh, my kids have speech. Like, we don't need Gemini. And I'm like, no, like, it goes way down to higher level thinking. Like, I love it. And, and it is you know, we don't do ABA, but it is kind of geared towards ABA, but mm -hmm. I still like it because it's visual based, it's mm -hmm. audio based, and then mm -hmm. there's words as well. And those are all super important for our kids, you know, for our kids yeah. to learn. There's movies in it too. Um, the Sunrise Program. I love the Sunrise Program. Um, it teaches to love and accept your child where they're at and then yeah. help them to thrive from there. Yes. We're going to talk about that one too. Oh, okay. And more of uh, Miss Nina, the founder of I Can Teach. She's got a wealth, just a wealth of knowledge for sure. I'm, I'm like this. <laughs> Thank LinkedIn, you. As I'm a new mom. Well, he's been with us for a little while now, but of a child with special needs. And I'm on the other side. I'm on the other side. And 
and I've got it. We got to get it. I, I had a passion for it and a love for it before. Um, and now I guess I'm that mom. <laughs> I guess that's what they say. Put a little asterisk by, by the name. Um, Cause I just want everyone to see the great things that I know and seeing him and, and going back, we can go back and forth, but that's one thing that you said during the very first IEP when we didn't um, know each other or know that he was going to be in my classroom is you said something along the lines of he can, um, you know what he can do. And oh, God knows what he can do. Yeah. You, you Nina. And yeah. despite what all the reports were saying, that he was going to, you're just speaking so much life. And as a mom sitting on the other side, I was a teacher, but then I was a mom. I was like, that's how I feel about my kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to tell me what they can and cannot. You don't know. You don't, you know, right. but we can work together to bring those um, those things to fruition as close to fruition as, you know, we, we don't, we don't know. We didn't, we didn't know. And that was so beautiful. And that touched me so much. And I, um, I'll just never, it changed the, it just changed the way that I thought and taught. It wasn't like, oh, they're a special needs mom. And at the time I wasn't, and, and I'm a neurotypical mom. Um, it was just like, we're just moms and look, she wants this for her son. And, and I have these tools and she has these tools and together, you know, we can work together to make those things happen. And right. yeah, that's been you were a blessing to me for sure. You, Aww, you, you, you shaped, you shaped, you shaped my, uh, you shaped my teaching really, heart. Really yeah, for sure. Um, so you don't only homeschool Malachi though. You also homeschool the other two littles. And so, what are some tips for moms that are, you know, your homes? They're three different grade levels. We have 15, 13, and nine. Um, Three different different ages, and then if they're anything like my kids, they're siblings, and they're like, "Oh, stop!" and you took my pen, and, <laughs> and um, yeah. what does that what does that look like? Well, first, I want to I want to kind of rewind a little bit before I forget. You had um, said about your you had mentioned your child about homeschooling and kind of going that direction, and I want to I want to make a. a a note is that we don't, a lot of times we don't plan to homeschool. Like we just desire to see our kids thrive and that leads us to homeschooling, you know, and that's okay. We um, desire to see our kids thrive and so that leads us to homeschooling. And so, you know, I already talked to private and stuff and I just, I feel it's for you, Margisha. I know, right? We don't plan. We're not just, we're not, we're not like a, you know, like, oh, we want to do all these things for home. No, it's like a lot of times we just want our kids to thrive and they're not thriving in the current situation. A lot of it, I was surprised back when I first started homeschooling, learning all the reasons, like many reasons why kids are homeschooled. And one of them, one of the biggest reasons is their uh, people's children are, people's kids are bullied. And so they pull them out. Mm-hmm. And, them. Yeah. and so once again, as parents, we just want our kids to thrive. Yes. So we all homeschool for different reasons. Some, um, I remember the homeschool program I was in, their son was in a mariachi band mm-hmm. and he would travel a lot. And that's how they wanted their kid to thrive. And so he couldn't do that in a public school. He couldn't have those same hours. You know, he couldn't perform and be in school at the same time. So they had to right. pull up because they desired to have, like, see their child to thrive. And so um, 
back to what you were saying. Okay, so you were saying, how do I homeschool? How do I uh, homeschool all of them at the same time? Is that what you were saying? Right, right. They're, they're siblings. They're, they're at home. There's, you took my pencil. Oh. <laughs> wrestling in between. What, what, what is it? What is it? How, how do we do? How, how, how would a parent and this, especially in this current client, uh, climate, because in California, we're home, homeschooling yeah. different grade levels. When I say we, I mean me, help me, help me. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, what is that? How does that? In the beginning, it always feels very challenging. Um, I was a stay, I'm a stay at home mom, and I was a stay at home mom before I started homeschooling. So it wasn't like a big transition for me. It wasn't, um, it wasn't a big transition for me to, isn't like I was never home with my kids or sometimes home with my kids and then um, always home with my kids. So, so in the beginning, it's going to be challenging. It's new. It's something different. You have to learn how to um, get along, right? <laughs> One of the things that I've taught my kids over the years is the hardest people to get along with are the people closest to you. So if you can get along if you know how to communicate and get along with your family, your siblings, your spouse, or my kids don't have a spouse, but I'm saying like yeah. parents, is, you know, get along with your spouse, your parents, your cousins, whoever, then you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay out there. And so we had, we've been homeschooling for 10 years. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom for the five years before then. So we had a lot of time to, to work with that. And so it's hard at the beginning, but just keep on working with your child's behavior. Don't let something pass you by. Like don't let, um, if your kid's struggling with the behavior, address it. Mm-hmm. You know, your kids know what, what they could get, get by with. And that's only because we let them, Yes. you know, so address it right away, make it have conversations with them, be open with them. Um, there's kids that are too young to understand and can't be held accountable like the other kids. And mm-hmm. so we have to be very careful how we address them, having um, different approaches to that. Um, and uh, you were saying, how do we teach a lot of different subjects or topics? Because mm-hmm. we don't always teach subjects. We okay. teach also topics. So you yeah, learn something? Yes. And, like- so, and so those topics may align within science or social studies, but we don't, um, we teach a lot of times uh, geared towards our child's interest and things that motivate them. We also teach um, things that we think are important that our kids don't even know about yet. Because mm-hmm. to our kids, we they might not know. Like, I need to practice communication skills mm-hmm. or um, diet, how mm-hmm. to prepare my body. But we know as adults that's important because mm-hmm. we all struggle with it, right? It's like, uh, we all struggle with so many things, and, and school's a perfect time to learn those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, the things that you could pull together are science. Your kids could all learn science at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, so studies, math is a little bit more challenging um, because every child is at a different level. You know, um, there's a lot of different things you could pull together. You just have to use your imagination. And I know some people are like, I don't have an imagination, which I think is true. Some people really don't have that ability to visualize, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but that's not an excuse because we have Pinterest. Yes. We have internet. So if, if you, we all are strong in different areas. If you feel like you're one of your areas, your strong areas is not visualizing or creating, look on the internet. Right. There's hundreds of ideas. And so um, I don't know. That was kind of a broad question. Do you have a more specific question so, uh, 
regarding that so I can kind of answer it more specifically. No, I think you did. I think also I'm going to put it on here that you did like a schedule on your I Can Teach. Um, oh, I think yeah. on the Facebook page, I think I was kind of, it is very, it is very broad. Just, I think you touched on it um, well for us to understand that you have to, um, there's different topics and you could bring things together for the different age groups. And um, I know that on your Facebook page and on your website, you have some schedules that yeah. are um, out there for them. And it's all there on down there, guys. You can um, check out some of the good information that she's already laid out for you. I'm really considering about homeschooling <laughs> myself. Um, so what are um, or some someone's just getting started? What's like three things that they have to do? I'm pulling my I'm pulling my son out tomorrow. Ooh, I, I think I put like six, but I'm going to share all of them because they're important. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, about six. Um, the number one thing that I recommend for sure that gets passed by all the time is mentorship. Okay. Right. Okay? That's so important. And it doesn't mean that you have to have somebody on the phone or in person mentoring you. It means that you need to, it's important to study, to mm -hmm. go on social media, find somebody else that's already doing it, you know, mm -hmm. um, has been homeschooling already and has knowledge that they can share with you because a good mentor will let you know everything they know. And that could save you years of, um, of struggle really, you know, so mentorship is so important. So having a schedule on your calendar. I use Google calendar and I'm, I, uh, in the future, we're going to make a video on how to do that okay. Not a schedule for homeschooling. It's your whole day because a lot of times we separate those, the homeschooling and our life schedule, but it's really together because a lot of times we're like, somebody might ask, Oh, can, can you do this on this day? And we look at our schedule and we're in, um, it's just important to see all the things on say for Monday, you know, can you do this on Monday? And you look on your Monday calendar to be able to see if you have time or not. Mm -hmm. also, I mark off things that I do that I complete. So I have a, my calendar has things of what I do that day and all the other days. And then I put it, I mark it in purple that, mm -hmm. that I accomplished it, that it's done. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times in our mind, we're like, oh yeah, we, we let the kids socialize. Oh yeah. We, um, we, we practice, uh, character building. Oh, oh, we, we, all these goals that we have, like, oh, we went to karate and then we look at our schedule and it doesn't lie. Right. right. Our doesn't lie. And I'm like, oh, that wasn't marked in purple. Like I right. think we were doing this faithfully, but really I was really sucking at it this yeah. month. Yeah. So having a calendar um, structure, because if you have no structure, if you have, everybody needs structure in a business in every aspect of their life. We mm -hmm. need structure. So our home life is no different. Homeschooling is no different. So having a calendar, you guys, um, teach, teach, I already had uh, touched bases on this, but teach topics you think are vital for each child mm -hmm. topics that you want, uh, that you, that you think that they need to learn. And then, um, subjects and topics that are, are required from that state or that, um, the country that you live in. And so um, those are good. A lot of times people let the kids learn like self-motivated. And I believe in that. I do. Mm -hmm. But I also believe that our kids don't know everything. So there are some things that my kids need to work on, but they're not going to say, mom, can I work on this? Right. Right. You know, like diet is one of them. Mm -hmm. It's huge. I mean, we were all, all of our family, me, my husband and my kids, we were had some meat on us. You know, <laughs> until we started eating differently. Mm -hmm. 
but our whole, our bodies changed. Uh, right. The way we felt changed, our energy level changed. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, and then um, love and accept your child where they're at and then help them to grow. That's super important, especially yeah. for kids that have additional needs because a lot of times we get frustrated. Right. We're like, um, you know, or even, you know, we get frustrated and a lot of times we let it out on them. And mm -hmm. so it's important to love them Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I love you. I accept you where you're at. You're stemming all day. I, mm -hmm. I accept you. You know, you're having a hard time. And that and accepting them in their behavior sometimes could be hard because our kids struggle in their behaviors, right? Mm -hmm. Our kids struggle. I, mean, I remember my son had massive meltdowns for years until we took him off gluten and dairy mm -hmm. and, um, and started changing his diet or supplements and all that stuff. But, um, but loving and accepting and then helping them to grow. So you don't just love and accept and then right. just leave them there. No, you love and accept and help them to grow. Right. And then um, having an entrepreneur mindset. Mm. So in homeschooling, a lot of times we think this is what my goals are for my kids. Oh, but, but I can't do that because I don't have the finances. Mm -hmm. Oh, but mm -hmm. I can't do that because I don't have the materials. There's so many times I could have um, my kids – and I have may have not have experienced something if I would have believed that within myself. Mm -hmm. so I don't believe that. If there's something that we want to do, I'm like, do I need to ask them, can I volunteer for my kids to have a session there? <laughs> right. What do I need to do to make this happen? If I right. think it's that important, I'm not going to let something limit me. I'm going to yeah. have an entrepreneur mindset. Mm -hmm. Overall, my goal for my kids is to see them to thrive to, and to see them to meet their full potential in every season that they're at. Mm -hmm. Every and kids do they they have purpose too. Yeah, growing seasons too. They yeah. have all those things that we're going through on it. It's their own story. It's mm -hmm. not really ours. It is right. mature as ours, but they still do have their own thing. And so, right. helping our kids to thrive and to reach their full potential. And then the last one is. Setting high goals or high expectations, like mm -hmm. high standards. Um, if you set goals, like I'm trying to, the screen's hard, so I'm like, know, right? <laughs> if you set goals this high, okay, this high. I, I can't put it that high because then my hand doesn't show. Mm -hmm. But if you set goals really high, but you only meet the amount like this much, you're still going to hit a lot higher as if you set goals this low. Right. You know, so set your goals really high. It's okay if you don't meet 120% of them. Right. Even if you hit 80, that might have way surpassed the amount that you would have hit if you didn't set any goals or little goals. Right. So exactly. those are the things, um, the five or six tips that I had. Number one, mentorship. Yes, that was good. Before homeschooling, uh, social media, videos, books. Books. I when I first started homeschooling, I read John Dewey, mm -hmm. um, the School of Chicago. It taught how to homeschool um, uh, based on um, interest, and I really like that. And notice too, you guys, when you guys are seeking out mentorship, whether it be through books or or videos, we're not always going to agree with one hundred percent of the things that the people are saying. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for information that we could pull from that person. Okay, we don't have to agree with everything they're they're saying. Right. We're we're trying to pull information that might suit our family because that might be a good idea. Mm -hmm. It might be a good idea what the person's saying, but it just doesn't fit our family or right. it doesn't fit our family in the season that we're in. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good right there. The so season that you're in. Yeah. 
So don't shut someone out because you're like, oh, I don't agree with everything they're saying. Because you don't have to agree with everything they're right. saying. You just have to pull that one. They might even say one sentence. You're like, oh, that kid, that kid right mm-hmm. here. Right. And use that in my family. And that's all. Like, that's all you need to grow, to help your kids to grow. I think what I'm hearing, too, and what I, what I know about um, you also is that you do take the things that you need and you make it your own. And I want all moms and especially moms and dads, because Dre tells me, do not leave out the dads. Um, <laughs> um, Dre's your husband. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know yeah. I didn't introduce my peeps. Um, <laughs> Dre is my husband. And um, he, I lost what I was going to say. Talk about the dads. Oh, yes. So we want them to um, just succeed and 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 to thrive. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put together a plan that has it. And what the world tells us or when you first get a diagnosis and we're going to have a whole nother session about that part of it, then it's just um, I remember as a teacher having to read the assessment results. I guess that's what I want to do. Yeah. And so having you say that and being um Malachi is now 15, 15 years old. Um, you can speak to um, like from there, all the negativity. I hate to say it, but it was, it is, it is negative because it's a lot of what they can't do. Um, maybe that's what I can teach. Um, and it makes you from hearing that over and over again, it kind of, and you don't have any one like a mentor or someone to listen to, then you're like, okay, well, this, this is what it, this is what it is. The, they can't do those things. And so to hear other parents, and for me, I was blessed to see um, other students being able to go above um, what those results um, said that they would do is really, um, it just gives you hope. And um, and that's what we want to give, not hope and action, because we, we right. want to do. <laughs> right. That's important. It's not just to have the knowledge, but to act on it. Um, and, and yeah, that's important. Yeah. So thank you so much. We're going to get back. I apologize. I, my computer was going down. One of the teenagers came in. I think he wants to go to his friend's house. Um, but I appreciate you taking your time. I'm going to put your information down at the bottom. Um, it's ICanTeach.net is the website. Facebook is I can teach one. Instagram is I can teach one. And Twitter is I can teach underscore. Yes. Oh, also YouTube, I can teach. Yes. Right? And on YouTube, yeah. If I could just take one second on YouTube, yeah, is, um, we used to look up a whole bunch of educational videos for our kids, whether it be ABCs, um, the phonic sounds, you know, numbers, all like anything from a menstrual cycle for girls or puberty for boys to the world or what. There's so many different topics on there. But it would take us hours to look, mm-hmm. take me hours to look that up because I wanted my kids not just to learn through a textbook, but hands on right. through videos, mm-hmm. all these different ways. So what I did is I grouped them into groups and I researched them myself and made them child friendly so they don't have like cursing or mm-hmm. inappropriate. The only thing that I advise is um, when you go to my I Can Teach, if you don't want your kids to watch certain stuff like the menstrual cycle, then, mm-hmm. you know, um, don't let them watch that. If they're, if they're too young, they're not ready for that. Or animals giving birth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we grouped that and we saved hundreds of hours. And we also have uh, free family events, more than some, 70 in California on our I Can Teach website. Awesome. Well, we will be checking those out. 
I've checked them out. I really did enjoy the birth. Was it the, the puppies? Oh, that's not on my egg and teeth, but that was oh. from one individual oh. dog. Yeah. <laughs> they were um, enjoyed it. Daniel for giving birth. Oh, that was so sweet. And the yeah. kids loved it. So I am going to also let parents that are virtually doing virtual school and you have IEPs, if you want to review your IEP to get the most access out of what they need for this year, go ahead and reach out to me on markeishahall.com and we could take a look, uh, review your IEP. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. say goodbye, unless you have anything else to add in. I just want to add that you've been blessing my my piece as well. When you weren't Malachi's teacher, um, when you were Malachi's teacher, you were present. But after, during the years, you were such a blessing. So definitely super knowledgeable. Marquise is super knowledgeable, very educated, and super sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're going to get all this done together. We're going to have more more of these um, chats to um, help all our help our families out there. So thank you, Nina, and we'll see everyone soon. Bye. Bye.